hello and welcome to Babylon Psych podcast number two. Um, we are still very much out of our comfort zones. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, how are you? I am joined by Rachel, um, my extra special guest and sister. How are you this week, Rachel? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Obviously, it's been another week in lockdown. Uh, slightly confusing week as the British government is starting to change the rules, but it's all a bit unclear. So. Um, I think it, it's 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 funny because it's it's kind of it's slightly an anxious time because it's like well what can I do what can't I do but um, otherwise work's been fine keeping me busy the weather's been absolutely gorgeous which which has been nice actually like being able to sit in the garden in the sun so yeah I'm doing good how are you how's your week been yeah it's been good been doing a few still getting to grips with this social media follow me uh, at Jack Tristan Pear. Uh, and I have had some fantastic direct messages this week from people that I haven't heard of in such a long time just reaching out to say you know in support of what we're doing um so I just want to say a massive thank you uh to to those that have been in touch and um as per my post this morning do get in touch after this podcast with any direct messages um with any of your thoughts behaviors feelings anything you like that you think that we can maybe work on together First of all, I've got to say thank you so much to Ilva. She is an extremely, extremely talented artist um, who has made the jingle, that fabulous jingle that you've just heard. Um, and uh, you can find her on Instagram. It's lovely Ilva. So it's L-O-V-E-Y-I-V-A. And I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, keep promoting her at the start of these podcasts. So today we are going to blow your mind. So I want you to, well, not necessarily take a seat, but you're gonna need a pen and paper. And um, I want you to just really sit right down and uh, think about what we're saying, because it could be really, really powerful. And we will be back after this. So, have you got that pen and paper? If not, just take mental note. I'm going to start talking to you about um, mind management. Sounds scary, doesn't it? How do you feel, Rachel? Um, I think my mind could do with some management. <laughs> mm. And this is, this is something that's really, really cool because once again, you know, we go to the gym or we go for a run um, and we do think about our bodies, you know, we need to work out, we need to look after them. Not many people think about exercising their mind. And it's, this, this is where uh, this kind of model comes into practice. So I haven't created this model, it's used really universally, but it's because it kind of makes so much sense and it's kind of the truth that you'll find it hard not to believe. So, piece of paper in front of you. I want you to write down the word circumstance first at the top. Circumstance. And this is a neutral, factual thing. Okay, so, for example, it's raining. It's a fact. Okay? Then I want you to write underneath that thought. So, thought could be, it's raining and it's really horrible. Or, the rain is horrible. Okay, underneath that, feeling, you guessed it, it's what feeling that thought creates. And underneath that, action, 
that's the response, the action, the reaction or the inaction associated with the feeling. And then finally, the results. So, circumstance. <laughs> so, Rachel is very, very kindly going to give us her first circumstance for us to work on it as an example. So, Rachel, go ahead. Okay, so um, this is a, a lockdown special <laughs> in terms of circumstance, but um, I did a silly dance behind my hubby's webcam whilst he was doing a work call. So, yeah, this is, I, yeah, I, this is excellent. This is that well mode, yeah. <laughs> why we picked this, but yeah, so. I thought he was chatting to a mate of his at work casually and I did the silly dance behind his webcam. So this is really important. This is the circumstance. Rachel did a dance behind her husband when on the webcam. There's no, there's no sort of feelings associated with that. There's no words in there that imply whether it was good or bad. That is the circumstance. She did the dance. End of story. So now we're going to move on to the thought. Rachel, hit me with your thought. So I didn't realise that actually Stu was on a call with um, some, some like important people. He was like discussing it. It wasn't like a casual friend at work chat. He had his manager on the call and he just sort of mouthed to me like, this, this is a work, like this is a serious call. I am not just chatting to my mates. Um, and uh, I've, hang on, I've totally forgotten. So I'm on circumstance and I'm doing thought answer. Sorry, look at that. <laughs> I, I followed the second hurdle. That's really embarrassing. So when he said that, I, my thought was, oh my gosh, I've really annoyed him. I've really upset him. I've really embarrassed him. I've, I've disrespected him at work. And I scuttled upstairs because I'm working upstairs when we're in lockdown. He's working downstairs. So that's great. So the thought there is I've upset him. It's got an emotional word in there. I've disrespected him. And you can already, you already feel where this is going. It's, it's negative. And that's going to move us on to the feeling associated with that thought, which was? Anxiety, really upset. I was scared. I'd upset Stuart. I felt like a bad partner. Um, and, I, and I literally, and in case you haven't realised, I'm definitely an anxious person by nature. But um, I went upstairs and I was sort of stewing on my laptop, trying to get on with my own work. But I was feeling really down and really sad. And like I wanted to apologise to him a thousand times. So just also describe that feeling in your body, physically. How did it feel? Where? Where did you feel it? Definitely feel it in my tummy. Felt yeah. like a little bit sick. Um, my muscles felt a bit tense. Like kind of, it's, it's the feeling of wanting to physically curl up. Exactly. Like you want to hide yourself. So... This is what's really powerful, okay? There, you've gone from an external circumstance that happened, and within perhaps 30 seconds, it's become physical inside of your body. And we are going to carry on with the model, but this is what's so important to realise. That was caused by you. Stuart saying that to you, or the actual circumstance, didn't cause this. Your, your thought around that circumstance caused this. So the action, which you've already mentioned, was that you kind of ran upstairs and stewed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then moving on to the result, the result of this was that perhaps um, there was tension afterwards. You felt nervous uh, when you were around Stuart or how did you, how did, was it, what was the dynamic like afterwards? 
yeah so I, I felt bad I, pr I probably was less productive with my own work because my mind right. kept going back to it and I was worrying and I definitely I like when his call had finished I went down to apologize to him but like I kept apologizing all afternoon like I'd mm -hmm. you know murdered his dog and buried it in the garden <laughs> and to the point where poor Stu was having to reassure me that it was fine don't worry I just I was just letting you know because I thought you'd want to know as well that my manager was on that call and it wasn't just my mate from the office kind of thing. So some of you might be listening to this thinking, oh my God, like I, I had no idea that a thought caused a feeling, caused an action and then caused a result. Some of you might be like, yeah, I knew that, but have you really thought about that? And some of you might be really well acquainted with this. So just to recap, the circumstance is the webcam dance. The thought is that I've upset him, disrespected him. The feeling is sadness, anxiety, and physically feeling that. The action was to run upstairs and kind of hide. The result was that you were unproductive with work and there was an atmosphere that afterwards, let's just say, even though there didn't need to be one. We're gonna spin this on its head. So hindsight's a lovely thing. Give me, we've got, we know what the circumstance is now. It's the neutral thing that happened. Now give me a positive thought that you could have had, or at least a neutral one that you could have had after you danced in the background. So when Stu said to me like, oh, this is a work call, I, I could have thought, oh, Stu doesn't have time for this right now, or this isn't the best moment to be silly and have a joke. Done, end of story. And, and that's the thought. And okay, you might, have hear, you might hear people saying to you, oh, you need to change your thoughts. And um, you might start by going, oh, okay, I need to think that, you know, everything's lovely and that the dance was lovely and Stuart wasn't really angry. And that's not believable. So the most important thing is, if you're gonna change your thoughts, you need to be realistic. You need to do it very, very slightly. So, and that's what you've done. You can even just shift it to a neutral and be like, that happened, but, but nothing more, that's it. So then talk me onto the feeling that you hypothetically would have felt, Rachel, if you'd um, thought that more neutral thought. I would have, wouldn't have not necessarily felt anything, gone back upstairs and, and carried on with my work, but I wouldn't have felt anything in particular, just that I'm going to save my funny dance till later, maybe. There you go. So the, the action would have been perhaps um, no reaction or no action, just that you carried on with your day. And then the result would have been that you probably might have been a little bit more productive at work and happier. Um, yeah, and, and forgotten about it. It wouldn't have even featured again for the rest of the day. Exactly. So, and there would have been no sort of negative feelings there. Not necessarily happy, joyful feelings, but just no feelings and and... That would have been great. So we're turning this um, whole experience on its head. And I'm just thinking of some extra examples that we can kind of throw in there. Rachel's was a fantastic, realistic one. Um, and I look forward to having some DMs, or we both do, looking at your DMs with um, some circumstances that you've had um, over the last week or so. So first can of all- I tell you, Can I, just before you get into the other examples, can I tell you what I quite like about this model? Tell me. Um, what I really like it, well, I think it's really interesting that it does show you the power of your thoughts and how yeah. your thoughts can really impact your mood and your feelings. Yeah. Um, but what I like about it is it, it's giving you back some control to address that. Yeah. It's putting the power in your hands. Because I don't know, again, this might be me speaking as someone who 
is an anxious person i sometimes feel out of control with my feelings yeah. and and it, you might not be able to apply the model whilst it's happening um you might have to go back and apply it afterwards but even if you apply it afterwards i think there's value there in helping yourself understand and think about what a maybe slightly more logical thought or even not even logical just beneficial to you thought would be so if a similar circumstance happens again you've got a chance of of having that thought rather than the more negative thought which is a good result for you exactly and we're going to be back right after this So, as Rachel's just um, discussed there, the liberation that comes from this, um, from knowing that you're in control. So how many times, Rachel, do you feel like you might have some kind of like monster inside of you that, that suddenly this sadness just appears in your tummy and you're like, ah, you know, how, you, I guess you might have felt that in the past, right? Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah, and a lot of people think that it comes from within, you know, and, but it always starts with a thought. And that is completely in your control. And I know some of you now are probably thinking, uh, well, yeah, like, how am I going to, you know, how am I going to change that thought? So before we move on to, you know, how we're going to work out the other side of this, I just wanted to readdress the model and just talk about a couple of other um, aspects of it. So first of all, we started with Rachel's circumstance, but you can actually start at any point in that model. So let's just say you start with your problem is overeating. That's actually an action. So you start with the action, you fill in the action, I overeat. Then you think about the feelings that you have um, when you are overeating. And let's just say that you feel insecure. Then you can really explore that and think, why do I feel insecure? Well, the reason that you're probably feeling insecure is that you are thinking um, that you're in danger or I'm not good enough. And the circumstance, again, can be the same as the action in it is that you, you eat too much. And the result is that you put on weight. And this is what brings us on to how we're going to get out the other side. Your brain loves evidence. It's looking for it all the time. It's, it's always searching for evidence. So let's just use the overeating the circumstances that you eat too much the thought is that um, you're not good enough the feeling is insecurity the action is to eat the result is that you put on weight and that tells your brain look see you do eat too much and therefore you are um, not good enough and the cycle just repeats this negative cycle repeats and you overeat and you put on more weight and it just keeps going up and up and up so we are going to have to change those thoughts. And just like going to the gym or going for a run is hard work physically, changing your thoughts can be challenging. You are going to be out of your comfort zone because, for example, Rachel does the dance. Stuart tells her to stop it. The first thing she's going to do is going to want to think, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've just offended him. I've really upset him. And it's about having that awareness, knowing about the model and thinking, okay, hang on a minute, you might not immediately be able to adopt a neutral or positive thought, but just recognizing that you do have a choice to think. You can still go upstairs and stew for half an hour, but you could maybe just take yourself aside and say, actually, what evidence have I got here to say that this is a terrible thing? I actually don't have any. So I could just think neutrally about this and I could stop the cascade of negativity going down. 
So be prepared to feel out of your comfort zone. You will feel discomfort. However, that new thought will turn into a new result. Your brain will see the evidence and it's more likely to adopt that thought again naturally. So it will take a bit of time and it has to be gradual. If you're going to use affirmations to say, actually, with the overeating, you can't just suddenly say, I'm beautiful, I'm wonderful. You can say, actually, my body's functional. My body's fine. There's nothing wrong with my body. You can start gradual. It's a believable affirmation. And eventually, those thoughts will become a little bit more natural. So does that make sense, Rachel? Is there anything you want to add? No, no, that, that, that definitely makes sense. And, it, and it's, again, nice to know that you can come in at the model at different points. You know, you don't have to have addressed the thought at the, at the just after the circumstance. You know, you can come in at, I'm all, oh, I'm seeing this result. What, what is this result that's bothering me? Why am I behaving in this way? And you can work backwards or that, that's really good to know. Yeah. And just, it's that awareness. It's, you know, in the moment I'm, you know, I'm still very, very new to this as well. So there's going to be moments when I get off this podcast today where I, you know, I end up thinking something negative and I, I can't quite catch myself, but it's having that awareness and it's just saying, I do have a choice here and my feelings aren't coming from within inside of me. They're actually coming from my head. And that's just, it's just great because it means that we can actually do something about them. So I would, well, we would absolutely love it if you could DM us thoughts, behaviours, feelings, anything you like um, that perhaps you're stuck on. Perhaps you haven't believed anything that we've said. Perhaps you didn't understand the model and we need to explain it better. DM me um, on Instagram and we will do our best to work through them. Have you enjoyed it, Rach? Yeah, no, I have. It's been really, really interesting. Great. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.